and L.J. Renee with What Does the Lord Say? This is Christian Talk Radio here to challenge the status quo. If you keep doing what you're doing, you'll keep getting what you're getting. But if you want to see a change, if you want a spiritual revolution, if you need a spiritual renewal, stay with us. We are here to inspire, to inform, and to challenge you to consider what does the Lord say regarding life's issues. Visit our website for information on how you can join us for morning prayer, sponsor this program, follow us on Twitter, or even like us on Facebook. We can be found at www.whatdoesthelordsay.com. Hey, LJ Renee, how's it going? Hey, it's going very well. Thank you. How are you doing? It's almost Friday. The week <laughs> is here. And you know what? It's sunny outside. I'm doing good. Blessed of God. So what's going on in the news? I've been hearing a little rumbling. Of course. I'm sure if you're hearing a little rumbling, you know what's going on in the news. One is with the Speaker of the House and him being um, tossed out of his position. Uh, we just pray that in even, you know, in both sides, I can see both sides of the coin. I can see where they're coming from. And as a result, of course, we don't like the confusion, what appears to be confusion, but God can bring order out of that chaos. But one thing that I have come to the conclusion is that my eyes are on the Lord because we've been praying each and every day um, for God to move in our government. And, you know, sometimes like I read the word, you know, his thoughts are not our thoughts, his ways are not our ways. And so my eyes are upon him. Well, my prayer is that a few more of them get tossed. <laughs> we need to be doing if it's that easy, because they made that look easy, seriously. Well, because we of the agreement they made before. So no, we need to toss quite yeah. a few more. Yes, seriously. I mean, on both Starting sides. Start at the top. Start at the tip, tip top, and all yes, the way right. to the bottom, bottom, bottom. Like, I'm okay if you toss all of them. <laughs> but, you know, even you're seeing even that turmoil in, in the cities now where people are getting tired of, the governments and they are reminding them that you work for us but it's an awakening because yeah, just you know toss you, them. yeah they, you, they should you, have had you, term limits anyway just toss them so anyway yeah. let's get to our topic because the one thing about the gospel of jesus christ lj Renee, it is good news it's you, you good watch news. the you watch the uh regular news it's all bad news the gospel of jesus christ is always good news, good news. so always if you want to read the scripture this uh, this evening from Matthew. Okay, so I'll be reading from Matthew the 14th, starting at the 22nd verse. And we're reading from the Passion Translation. And it goes like this. Um, Jesus walks on the water. It says, as soon as the people were fed, Jesus told his disciples to get into their boat and to go to the other side of the lake while he stayed behind to dismiss the people. After the crowds dispersed, Jesus went up into the hills to pray. And, and as night fell, he was there praying alone. But the disciples who were now in the middle of the lake ran into trouble, for their boat was tossed about by the high winds and the heavy seas. And about four o'clock in the morning, Jesus came to them walking on the waves. 
And when the disciples um, saw him walking on the top of the water, they were terrified and screamed, a ghost. Then Jesus says, be brave and don't be afraid. I am here. Peter shouted out, Lord, if it's really you, then have me to join you on the water. Come and join me, Jesus replied. So Peter stepped out onto the water and began to walk toward Jesus. But when he realized how high the waves were, he became frightened and started to sink. Lord, save me. Lord, he cried out. Jesus immediately stretched out his hands and lifted him up and said, what little faith you have. Why would you let doubt win? And the very moment they both stepped into the boat, the raging water or the raging wind ceased. Then all the disciples bowed down before him and worshiped Jesus. And they said in adoration, you are truly the son of God. Truly the son of God. Dear God, we thank you for this word. We thank you, God, that you left so many of these wonderful, powerful accounts in the scripture for our admonition and learning. And may we, Father, take from these scriptures all the learning that you have for us this evening and share it with others. May our eyes, the eyes of our understanding be enlightened, that we see you more clearly than we ever have. And may this word give us faith in our heart to trust you where we've doubted, to believe you where we have questioned, and to know in full confidence as they made their declaration that you are truly the son of the living God. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. So LJ Renee, there's this song that uh, we sang a lot at the church when I was in Ohio. Um, I don't know that we've sang it at the church I would go to here, but I've heard it many times. I think I have it in my playlist too. It's called More Than a Conqueror by Mm. PJ, BJ Putnam. And some of the words say, I'm more than a conqueror. In Jesus' name, I can do all things. I am who you say I am. I am uh, who you say I am. I am yours. I am loved. I am more than a conqueror. And the bridge is the part that really, uh, to me, I really love. It says, if it's under your feet, talking about Jesus, if it's under your feet, then it's under mine too. Everything bows to Jesus. And and I remember in church, we keep singing that refrain, if it's under your feet, then it's under mine too. And then you'd see people start to get it right in, in their spirit. They start to get it. If it's under his feet, then it's under mine too. Everything mm-hmm. bows mm-hmm. to Jesus. And you start thinking everything is under his feet. So when they say, if it's under your feet, everything is under his feet. So it's under your feet, not if, it's under your feet. So it's under mine too. Everything bows to Jesus. And that's what we want to talk about uh, this evening is it's under my feet. Amen. It's under my feet. And, and you say, what is under my feet? Everything. Because if it's under his feet, it's under mine too. Everything bows to Jesus. But there is a caveat to it. It's only under your feet as long as you stay in Christ and your eyes are affixed unto him. Uh, and, and that's what the scripture you read uh, clearly demonstrates. Jesus was walking on the water, the boisterous water that was causing them, the disciples, to be afraid. So he walked on their storm. And then when Peter saw him, he said, well, if you can walk, then how come I can't? Call, call me out to walk on the water. And Jesus said, come. 
and Peter was walking on the water until he took his eyes off Jesus. When he became mindful of the water, the storm, the, the boisterous water, uh, he began to sink. And so uh, that is the lesson we want to just emphasize to over the next few minutes is as long as your eyes are on Jesus and Jehoshaphat and the children of Israel, that was their prayer when they were going to war. They said, Lord, we don't know what to do, but our, our eyes, eyes are upon you. And they won that battle without any weaponry. When your eyes are on God, uh, you, that means you're walking in faith. You can't have your eyes on God and the world at the same time. As long as G Peter's eyes was on Jesus, they couldn't be mindful of the storm. But as soon as he took his eyes off Jesus, and that's what we should do, LJ Renee, I, just me and you, this just came to my heart, is we should keep one another honest in this regard, because the Bible says iron sharpens, sharpens iron. And so when, when you and I talk, we talk a lot. And if my conversation is such that you know my eyes are on the issue or the problem, uh, you should just put refocus me back to Jesus. Because if I'm looking at the problem, I can't be looking at Jesus. And if I'm looking at Jesus, the problem is not having its intended impact in my life. When, when Peter was walking on the water, he was not mindful of the, the boisterous waters. Uh, when, he was, when his eyes were uh, on Jesus, he was not mindful of the boisterous water. But as soon as he took his eyes off Jesus, all he knew, all he could sense was the boisterous water. So when, when we have converse, our conversation will, will give us away. When you're talking to me, if your conversation is all about the problem and the issue, you're not looking at Jesus. Mm. And if your conversation is all about the power of God, we know that problem ain't bothering you anyway. So we should keep each other honest in that regard. And all of your friends that love and know Jesus, keep them honest. And when they talk to you about their issues and their problems, if, if their focus is more on the problem, their eyes are not uh, centered on Jesus. And we just need to help them, not, not scold them or anything like that, but just to help them refocus on what did the Lord say? And that's what we, that's what Absolutely. we call our program anyway, ain't it? What does the Lord what's say? The, what does the Lord say? Refocus us on absolutely but what did god say you know which refute refute every other voice every other uh thought you know but what and and doubt as as jesus told peter he said why did you let doubt win mm. we can't let doubt win and and so therefore we're co-laborers with christ but also we have to like you said work with one another to redirect us to uh God and his working and say, but what does God say? Or we're not going to let doubt win. Let's focus our eyes upon the Lord. Even as we see in the day that we're living in where there's so much chatter and the purpose of it, of those, um, of the difficulties and the torments, uh, turmoil in the, in the storm is it was a distraction that Peter took his eyes off of coming to Jesus, walking on, walking on water, which is mm. impossible. Impossible. It's impossible. Good man, impossible. We, sometimes we, we look, uh, we look away from the impossible because we say it's impossible. But it's only but, impossible with man, with God. It's only him. impossible with man, but he was walking on he was that doing water. It. He was doing it until he got distracted. And so and then his trust, and then he began to sink. And so we have to look at that same situation in every situation. And that's why God is calling us to be helpers one to another. Because sometimes 
you can be overburdened, overwhelmed with issues. It seems like sometimes one thing after another is happening. But when you have someone that says, listen, let's pray and to redirect us toward the power of God, that he can do anything, then that's when that peace comes. And, and you that's know, absolutely. And you, you know, sometimes people may want read this and say, well, why did Jesus allow him to sink? You know, why did he let him sink? Because uh, it looked like he was going to drown until he cried out. But think, I, I was just thinking of this, LJ Renee, all of us, I would think most all of us, if you're over 20, probably, you've been around small children when they're learning to walk. And when they're learning to walk, they fall down a lot, a lot. And they take a step, they fall down, they take it. And there's really, once they take that first step, you know that they can walk because they did walk, right? They can walk because you just saw them walk. So they fall down. You know, and I know why they fell down. They fell down because they got afraid. They normally realized that their parent wasn't holding their hand. And they're like, oh, I'm doing this on my, oh, I can't be walking. And they fall down. Mm -hmm. there's no reason otherwise that they fall down that they just got afraid same thing with peter he's walking jesus has just taught him how to walk he's taking steps on the water doing the impossible then he realizes because the bible says when he realized how high the water was he started looking at the water and that's if go back if you got video because a lot of times we record it go back and watch a little kid learning to walk when they look down at their feet when they're looking at their parent or whoever it is, this this encouraging them, come on, baby, you got this, come on. And they're walking. As soon as they look down at their feet and they realize, wait a minute, they don't have my hand. I'm wait a minute. I shouldn't be. And they fall. They really just fall. I mean, they they fall because they're afraid. If if we would keep our eyes, same as those little babies, keep looking to the voice that's bidding you come. There is no reason why every step uh, they take wouldn't be successful like the step prior. If Peter had kept his eyes on Jesus, every step he took, he would have made it. Walking on the water, he would have made it to Jesus. But he took his eyes off Jesus. And as soon as you do, when you take your eyes off Jesus, you will begin to see the, the things around you. And let's be honest, the things around us don't look good. They do, they will make you afraid, but God has not given you the spirit of fear. That's why he wants your eyes on him. Uh, exactly. Everything around you gives you the spirit of fear. When I see how high the inflation is, when I see the, how, how many people have lost their job, when I see the turmoil in the government, when I see the chaos in our cities, when I see the violence in our streets, all that stuff brings fear. But when I look to Jesus and he says, you can do all things through Christ. Nothing is impossible if you believe it. Just read the scriptures. They That's why the Bible says faith comes. How? By the word of God. Absolutely. Read the word of God and doubt goes. Fear goes faith comes. Take your eyes off the word of God, get your heart and mind out of the word of God, and you're going to be flooded with doubt and fear and unbelief. Mm. So you got to make the choice. If I want to walk on the water, do the impossible. If I want to scale the mountain and run through troops and leap over walls, my eyes must be on Jesus. If I want to worry about, if I want to worry about the cares of life, 
Go on and look at the news and worry. And I'm not saying you don't need to look at the news. I, I actually, I quit looking and my day go better. But if you want, if you want to uh, be worried about the things, listen to the the voice that's in the world, the 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 downtrodden, the bad, the the bad news. I mean, if you listen to the world, everybody's dying and no nothing's gonna be successful and there's no way out and poverty is overtaking us and uh, there's no hope. But you know what? My eyes are on Jesus because you listen to all that and you just wonder what's the purpose, what's the use. Amen. And, you know, let's look at it even another way, too. When we look at the scripture, Jesus told them to get in the boat. He knew that they were going to face a storm because, you know, he knows everything. He knew. He, he ordered knew. the storm, Lord. He or ordered listen, the storm. You said he ordered the storm. He Because the wind and the waves obey his command. Oh, but, he ordered so, the storm. He ordered the storm. So look at it in the natural. God calls you in these situations, he tells you to go. He knows what's getting ready to happen. Could it be a test? Could it be that point where he wants to show you who he is and the power that he has to uh, to destroy the works of the enemy, to calm the difficult situation? Could it be that he called you to that storm? And the same principle exists, your eyes have to be on him because the thing is is that he knew they would be afraid they said it's a ghost he <laughs> he knew it i ain't afraid of he no knew ghost. that peter listen he knew that peter would be the one that says bid me to come and walk on the water and even as he said to me one he said are you ready to walk on water now listen we could freely say yes lord but when that those situation comes there it is, the test, and our eyes have to be upon him. And the thing about it is, is that when you're in that storm, when you're in this situation, you feel yourself sinking. Listen, cry out to the Lord, out to the Lord, help. And he helped Peter. Immediately. Immediately. Immediately, he helped him up. He yet rebuked him. And said, why did you let doubt win? But that's how teachers do. But he, he did that after he reached yeah, yes, right. But that's we, the, we yeah. like to we like to lecture you while you're drowning. Yes, Jesus but saved we, we, you and then said, Hey, you know, you shouldn't have let that doubt creep in there. You were right. doing you were doing all right. But that's even a lesson in teaching with wisdom others who um that you're discipling. You know, we're disciples of Christ mm -hmm. and we're to, to, to disciple others. A lot of times we can step in too soon and mm -hmm. then, but yet when you let them go and then you see them fall, you help them up, give them the instructions and you said, now, what did you learn from this? Why would you, you know, that's, that's the teacher. Well, that's what I was saying. When you, when you see a baby learning to walk, you do let them fall down. You because, sure do. And then you pick them up and you say, you can do this. You just did this. Come on. Mm -hmm, and then mm -hmm, they fall mm -hmm. again and you pick them up again. And guess what? It happened for every single one of us. Some point you stop falling and you still walk in today. That's right. Absolutely. And you know, sometimes you get up with little scuffed knees and little mm -hmm. bruises. Some of those bruises we can even see to this day. <laughs> They're just there to remind you, just like in Jacob, when I'm just reminded when he was wrestling with the angel. You know, they said the angel touched him on his thigh and he now, you know, he walked with a limp. 
but in some uh, sermons they say that it's there in order to remind him of the battle and to remind him that God is able. We can see these scars sometimes, but we'll know that if it had not been for the Lord on our side, we would have never come out of this. And some things are just a reminder, a reminder. It may look like a scar. It may appear to be an injury, but it's a reminder to say that it was God. God did this for me. Amen. And that's the reason why our attention has to be upon the Lord in every situation. And it, like you said, to be able to tell your friend or to tell that disciple, that one that's following you as you follow Christ. Amen. You know, gonna... and, and, you know, I just, just to line up, line upon line and precept upon precept. Uh, the Lord was showing me this when you were talking a little bit ago. So in Matthew 14, Peter asked Jesus to bid me come. But before you got to that, you started at verse 22. And verse 22 says he sent them, uh, he sent the disciples uh, away in the boat. And then he dispersed the crowd. And it says, then he went and prayed right. by himself. And uh, if you go, if you remember, you don't have to go there, but if you remember, and you'll remember this in Luke 22, um, verse 32, uh, Jesus tells uh, Simon, who is Peter, mm -hmm. he tells Simon, he says, Satan desires to sift you as wheat, yes. but I already prayed for you that your faith fell not. Jesus went into the mountain in Matthew 14 to pray. And I'm just going believe in my heart that he called out Peter's name when he was praying. Yes. And so yes. he prayed for Peter. He knew the test was coming. As you said, he, as we just said, he ordered the storm. The storm can't come. Listen, <clears throat> the storm does not come except Jesus allows that storm to come. come it obeys him. Uh, we, we are disobedient sometimes, but the winds and the waves obey Jesus every time. And so he called out and, and the Bible tells us that he ever, he lives and ever, uh, ever liveth to intercede for all of us. He's calling all our names out. So just be very sure. He didn't just pray for Peter. He's praying for you and me. Yes. He went into that mountain by himself and prayed. And he doesn't, it doesn't reveal to us what he prayed, but I do believe he called out Peter's name. Yes. And that storm was coming. And, and I believe that, you know, Jesus loves us so much that sometimes I don't think it's the easiest thing for him to watch us sink when we're walking on the water. Mm. It's like, you don't really like the baby to fall when they're trying to walk, but you know, it's necessary it for them to learn. But mm. sometimes it's a little hard to watch your children fall down. It really is. And as you just said, we don't want to interrupt too soon. We don't want to intervene too soon because we'll mess up the lesson. You know and what? And that takes wisdom, though, to wait until the lesson gets through. Yes. Listen, so Jesus prayed, I believe, when he went to pray, I believe he called out Peter's name, that this, that this, that he was about to go through, that he would get through it, learn the lesson, and uh, that he would uh, forever have his faith increased in Jesus Christ. And so then he goes, and there's the winds, and there's the boat. And, and they thought they saw a ghost. I believe he was still illuminated with the glory of God. Mm -hmm. uh, he is God in the flesh anyway. And, and so Peter, you know, he, the whole thing happens and Peter uh, asked to come, he bids him come, he starts to sink, he saves him. 
And then do you remember at the end of that, what you read? So he already prayed for you. Uh, he prays, he gives the lesson and your faith should be increased if we get through this the right way. And the Bible says then he took Peter's hand because he saved him immediately when he cried to him. So that's one lesson. If you cry to him immediately, he saves you. And he says they walked on the boat together. So Peter did walk on the water again. So after mm -hmm, baby, mm -hmm. he did walk with Jesus, with Jesus. In the water. And it says when he got into the boat, all the disciples, they were like, oh my God, they fell down and worshiped, worshiped. Him and in adoration, they said, truly, truly, this truly, is you are the son of God. And at the end of the day, every knee shall bow. They fell down and worshiped him and every tongue confessed. And they, they said, truly. Jesus. You are the son of God. And that is what we, that is what that song says. So I love that song because it is based upon scripture. If it's under God's, if it's under his feet, it's undermines to everything bows to Jesus. Amen. And, you know, just to give an example, those who are listening, um, I have a friend that told me as her son was growing up, he was following other people and he would you know, developed certain behaviors that were contrary to his teachings, his upbringing. And um, she was very worried. And she said she would try to hold his hand and give him instructions, sometimes beat him over the head, not literally, uh, but, you know, just speaking. And, and to one day the Lord spoke to her and says, leave him alone. I have him. Mm. And she had to take her hands off of him. Now he continued to trip and fall. But it comes a point in your children's life. They have to see Jesus for themselves. And even as you're speaking with those disciples, when they saw that happening, they got back in the boat. It says that they fell down and worshiped him. Why? Because they saw him for, and this themselves. The, for themselves. And this wasn't the first time, I'm sure. But when you're talking about when the waves and the torments, the turmoil and the storms and everything, they saw him for themselves. And they saw so, him conquering what was defeating them. The that's right. was so, causing them to be afraid. And he walked on it. He handled yes, it. It, he it was under his it. feet. It, it was no, under his not feet. Not only was it under his feet, he said, if you will trust me, I'll put it under your feet too. And that's, that's what right. we're talking about. If it's under his feet, it's under mine too. Amen. And knowing that he, can defy any situation that we may find ourselves in. And that's the reason why, as you said at the beginning, that we have to help one another. Because listen, situations can get, I'm telling you, uh, overwhelming. I mean, it could be distracting. It could cause discouragement. You know God is real. You know he's able but because of those things that are coming one after another, you know, because the enemy tries to beat you down and he will, if you do not rise up and say, but God is able, it's under my feet. But it takes oftentimes you having someone to redirect your thoughts, to redirect you and say, but God. And that's the part that we should do and to encourage one another is to keep our eyes upon him amen because there is peace it is that's peace. our that's our word today if you want to pray 
Um, if it's under his feet, and it is, then it's under mine too, as long as my eyes are focused on him. He can handle anything. Mm, mm, mm. Yes, he can. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, oh God, even Lord, reading your word, Father, and our, our conversations, dear Father, it is a reminder that everything is under your feet, even when situations seems to be surging, when situations seems to be raging, oh God, when it looks impossible, Father, we know, God, our eyes are upon you, oh God, because you rule over the seas and the winds, the storms, oh Father, God, there is nothing, oh God, that happens that you don't have the power and the authority to command it to cease in the name of Jesus, and with that same authority, you have given unto us your people that God, that we can command, dear Father, the ways to cease. Oh God, we can command the mountains to move in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. And you said they will, oh God. And so, Father, we just thank you right now that you have the power and authority over all things as we put our trust in you. And Father God, even in reading the scriptures where it says that God, when you walk Peter back to the boat, that the other disciples fell down and worship you. God, help us to have that same attitude that God, that we will bow down, God, and worship you, Father, because we have seen you, Father, do the impossible. Oh God, Lord, Father, I pray that we see you daily, God, Lord, doing things in our lives. In the name of Jesus, that we bow down and give you thanks, O oh Father. In the precious name of Jesus, we thank you right now. We command the seas and the storms, the tumultuous wind in the lives of the people that are listening to this. For tuning in, this has been Twyla Southall and L.J. Renee with What Does the Lord Say? Come visit us at www.whatdoesthelordsay.com. We'd like you to join us for morning prayer. Follow us on Twitter or like us on Facebook. Even see how you can sponsor this show. Again, it's www.whatdoesthelordsay.com. <laughs>